Hey everybody, welcome to YKS Premium. That's right. No, don't adjust your podcast. Don't adjust your phone or your podcasting, your uh, Pono player. Don't mess with that stuff. You're on the right feed, okay? But today you're going to be getting uh, a little preview, an unlocked episode of YKS Premium uh, for a couple reasons. Uh, number one, Mike is still having some technical issues over at his place, uh, getting internet set up. So doing a remote uh, record is, is kind of difficult right now actually impossible, uh, which is the most difficult type of difficult. And also, I don't want him to come over here because we're following the law, um, because the law is very important to follow and we all respect it a lot. So think about that the next time you're saying the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, But also, the other reason we're doing this is because it's YKS Radio and we do whatever we want whenever we want, even if everyone's mad that it's an unlocked episode and not a brand new thing. Oh, and everyone is uh, coming to my house and kicking down the door and throwing a lit torch into my front room and, uh, you know, all my shit is in there, like old pictures and stuff, and they're burning up and the camera zooms in on the pictures and it's like me holding like a milkshake and it like curls around the edge, but you can still kind of see me holding the milkshake. Even though that's what's going to happen... We're doing this because uh, we're badass uh, bosses, and this is the money method, okay? This is what you do. Um, this episode is really great, I think, probably. Uh, when people say, I say to people, what do you like about the show? They say, uh, well, it means so much to me. It gets me through my day. It's the most important part of my week. You guys are actually heroes, and you're very strong. You're getting stronger, even. And I say, I know. But I want to know what your favorite episode is. This is one uh, that people come back to a lot. And it's only a coincidence that Mike is not in it. That's not... I didn't do that on purpose. Mike is still alive. And even if he were dead, I could release an episode that his voice was on. I have the right to do that. That's not... There's nothing preventing me from doing that post-mortem Mike episodes. I Maybe I will do that when he dies. He's not dead. But this was another time where there was some kind of fuck up and uh, we couldn't get him on. So we had Chris James on to talk to me about uh, a lot of different stuff. Uh, uh, Most of all, uh, my basketball. So um, I did some uh, rec league basketball and uh, Chris sort of, you know, came on and walked me through that. And we had a fun time uh, talking about that with each other. And I I think people like that as well. There's also a a second part to this that I think um, we will release at some point because you know, as a lot of other places are doing, uh, we realize that people need stuff to do right now as they're sitting inside or they're walking around the neighborhood, like uh, with uh, within a, uh, an appropriate distance from everyone else or, or whatever it is they're doing. A lot of people, of course, are working um, for the businesses that are keeping us moving right now, grocery stores in particular, and lots of other things as well. So it's nice to have something to listen to. So we're going to, um, we'll, we'll release this one and then uh, probably the second one as well. Um, again, if, uh, nobody has, uh, uh, taken me over, uh, on the highway and, uh, done the pit maneuver into the driver's side, uh, rear of my vehicle and spun me out. Um, and my car has flipped over uh, several times and I've been ejected through the windshield and turned into a thin paste, uh, onto the uh, pavement. So as long as that doesn't happen, I think we will, uh, release a second one as well. Um, I think you're going to like this a lot, uh, and if you don't, don't tell me. Um, I'm sort of fragile and can't really handle that much criticism, uh, but I wanted to make sure that there was something out in the main feed today, uh, so I hope you uh, enjoy that. 
Um, there will be another YKS premium coming later this week. Uh, that is a, a new thing, uh, not an old thing, which I know we all love the new stuff. Um, and uh, we, we'll definitely do that. Uh, if you want that, you don't have it already, you don't have access already, uh, you got to go to uh, patreon.com. Uh, probably it's a slash. Probably it's probably it's your Kickstarter sucks. Probably is what the slash is. I don't know. Don't have it in front of me right now. Uh, but you know what the the whole thing with that is. Um, we got a lot of stuff over there. This is just this is one of many. Uh, we had the Twelve Davids of Lynchmas in December, which was great. Uh, we did Jestuary after that. Uh, we've had tons of guests um, over the years. Uh, some famous uh bill clinton some less famous chelsea clinton uh really runs the gamut um as to all of the type of guests we have over there so i hope you'll check that out um but also just enjoy this show as well huh kick your feet up hope they're clean hope your feet are clean i don't really know if that's one of the things that uh people are trying to do right now is clean their feet but uh, anyway, uh, we're going to talk an NBA in this, so the, the, the NBA stuff is going to be a little bit dated, obviously, but the rest of the stuff about me hooping it up will be as fresh as, as could possibly be, so I uh, hope you enjoy that, and uh, we'll talk to you uh, later this week. All right, everybody. Thanks. Uh, welcome to YKS Premium. This is, um, mm, I, I should have thought of an analogy. Uh, what's a good analogy for what YKS Premium is to uh, regular YKS? I, you know, it's not like Pepsi and Diet Pepsi, right? That's not correct. It's not that at all. Um, and joining me is Chris James, and I'll say what you've done in a second, but I want to get your input. on. You looked like you were being silent until I said your name, but I need your help on this Pepsi Diet Pepsi thing. Mm-hmm. Chris. I would say, okay. And so- now, go, start talking now. Okay, so I would say YKS Premium is like, YKS is like a badge, a shit that doesn't come out very good, and it's yeah. not the consistency you want. YKS Premium, now that's a good log. I'm, I think it's probably Pepsi Diet Pepsi. Um, okay. uh, JF Both here, of them are good. Both of them are good. They are good. So. Both of them are good. Are you talking about the two people talking into microphones right now? Both of them are good, and there are two people talking into microphones, and the reason for that is... Mike is not with me right now. Mike is at work. You know. Yeah. That kind of sucks. I was kind of looking forward to talking to Mike. Do you ever talk to one of those guys that goes to work? Uh, Yeah. You ever talk to one of them? My my friend Stefan, who we know, you do do a uh, Mm. a stream with him, Mm -hmm. uh, Stefan Heck. I keep forgetting because he ha- he didn't work for a long time, so I keep forgetting. I say, "Hey, let's play video games in the middle of the day," and he's like, "No, I got to work." And I'm like, "Oh God, man, yeah. give it up!" But he says it in kind of like that. I'm gonna work. Like he kind of says it yeah. like that. Yeah. It's a text, but you can tell that's how he's saying it. Yeah, that's sort of his whole vibe. Yeah, his, Stefan's vibe is kind of like um, you know, the little uh, the chipped teacup uh in uh, Beauty and the Beast. It gets turned into, it's a boy, but he gets turned into a teacup, and he has a chip in the top of it, mm-hmm. and his name is Chip. Mm-hmm. That's sort of Stefan's yeah. whole vibe, as the teacup version. I see. He's yeah. sort of a teacup person. What would you be? I'm the beast, the, of course. The... <laughs> oh, and I'm the beauty. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. We, we all fit pretty easily. Uh, maybe we could yeah. just check, we could double check by going over to BuzzFeed.com and seeing what... 
you know what uh, what kind of thing we are from a movie. If you wanted to do, did you want to think about doing that? Yeah, well, hey, it's your podcast, Jeff. So yeah. I'm hey, you're goddamn I'm just, right it is. Yeah, my podcast and uh, Mike. Mm, yeah, is but, he going to be here? But he's at work. I, okay, so he's at work right now. I wanted to bring in my friend Chris James. Um, look, this guy. He's just like me. He's on the computer all day. So if you're on the computer, I bet you've crossed paths at, at the digital saloon somewhere down the line. You know, that's what you yeah. call it. I mean, I'm I'm online uh, quite often. Yeah, I'm, I'm I got two computers, which is I find a, a good way to constantly be online because it's like, oh, one of the computers goes offline. Yeah. I just turn slightly to my right and I'm online still. Back in the saddle. Yeah, that's so. so are you cool. gonna do? Are you gonna talk about like what I do, or are we doing plugs at the end? I think we can talk about. Look, people, uh, the thing I the thing I know you from is www.chrisjames.com, which is your website, I believe. I think I first found you on your at your website, chrisjames.com, where I can get all of my Chris James news. Is that right? No. It's actually, okay. I think, and you know that it isn't. I don't have a website. I did have some issues with my website. I had chrisjamescomedy.com. Uh, it was taken over uh, by, I believe, a Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were they had sort of menu items up there. And the restaurant's location. not even that good. It was what your problem was with it. Well, my problem with it was if people are going there looking for good comedy, instead they're finding you know Chinese food dishes. and Which it, are not was, funny to you. Okay, I don't know how to answer this. Uh, <laughs> not really, not really sure. One of the least but, funny cuisines, I think you're quoted as saying to People Magazine, and and what many critics are calling an unforced error during the promotion of <laughs> your stream, No Prank Radio. They asked you how No Prank Radio was going. You immediately launched into this, this. Yeah. I guess people are calling it a screed. Is that correct? I heard diatribe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, that was cool, huh? When he did that, Liam Neeson. Do you remember that? Mm, I did. I, I saw. I, I sometimes will be on WorldStarHipHop.com. I watch the videos on there sometimes, and there was one of the, the headlines of it was uh, uh, Liam Neeson clarifies about wanting to attack a black man, and his quote was, "I'm not racist." Yeah, been there. Yeah, been there. I don't want to either. Not that anyone asked. Um, yeah. No one has had the courtesy to ask me whether or not, you know, I'm designing a, some attack on a particular now, race of people. And I just want to come out and I want to get out in front of this and say I'm not. Hmm. I don't care to do got, that. Now, I just want to mention, I do want to mention before we get into the episode, and it obviously has not really gotten going yet at all, as you guys can hear. But We're ramping um, up, yeah. Uh, when Before we get into it, I just want to comment on... You got. You've been getting some great guests on these. Uh, do you think people might be a little disappointed at the trajectory here? Because it was kind of you know you had your Sean, you had your Nick Weiger, you yeah. had your Carl Tart. Yeah. Uh, now you have a guy, Chris James, who actually bought tickets to go to a different city to watch uh, one of your previous guests, Sean Clements. Yeah. Um, so That's maybe an not interesting in the way same. to look at it. Yeah. That is yeah, kind of cool. Not in the same ballpark, really. I don't so. think that's true because those guys all see each other's shows all the time, right? Like they all go and see each other's stuff, and it's not a, it's not weird for them to be like, "Hey, come, you know, can you come see my show?" And then they go, "Yeah, oh yeah, we'll be there. We'll 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 get drinks after, and you know whether they get drinks or not, it doesn't matter because they're just there to to support, you know, their friends. And I sort of that's how I look at it is, I don't look at going and seeing these things 
as uh, being entertained. That's not what it's about to me. You know, hmm. if I want to okay. be entertained, I'll stay at home and I'll play with my little beanbag. You know, I don't care to go out and be entertained. I've got everything now, I need right here attached to me below the waist. Is all. So I need sorry. To stay you're entertained. Just pl- you're just playing with your testicles. <laughs> well, one of the main things I got. That's sort of one of the. That's the big thing in the rotation. Really, is playing with. You know, my whole my whole setup down there. Um, hmm. But you know, I, to me, it's more just like supporting your friends. Yeah, you, you know, but he's, like, they're not—they're not my friends. I am a fan of Hollywood Handbook. Sure, uh, I am. Yeah, I'm not on the same level. Although I did run into Hayes at uh, the Biscuit. Now, can I say the B word on here? Because it's the name of a business. You famously sworn off the B word. I have sworn off the B word because I read an article about it and I decided I'm not going to say it anymore. But there's this place in Seattle. Uh, I'm in. I live in Vancouver, uh, Canada. I went down to United States of Seattle to watch uh, Hollywood Handbook, and there's a place called. Now get this. Yeah. It's called. It's called Biscuit Bitch. Oh, I don't even like hearing that word come out of your mouth. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's what it's but called, though. It's the name of it, and and as uh, it's you're in there and you're getting your food. You know, it's a, it's sort of a renowned place. It's quite busy, and it but everyone's kind of looking around at each other, like, "Holy crap, man!" Right? Like, is this <laughs> even know? real? Pinch me. <laughs> I mean, come on, and plus, man. Some of the dishes on the on the menu are outrageous as well with what they're called. Right. Oh yeah, that yeah, and they all have the B word in them, every single one. And get, this is true, and this yeah. is you're not going to believe this, but this is true, and you're not going to believe it, but it is true. When you walk in, you know what they say to you? Uh, hello, welcome to my establishment. Please take a seat. I'll be with you in just a moment. That's what you'd think, I and would. it's not it's not that kind of place, by the way. It's sort of counter service, and but you'd think they would say something. You know what they say? They huh. say, "Hey, bitch." <gasps> No. Excuse, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And one thing that is kind of it's it is all women working there though. That the time that I was there. So it was a little less uncomfortable. Which I guess makes it okay. Well, I don't know how to answer that either. Damn. Um but anyways, my point is I did run into Hayes mm. uh who from Hollywood Handbook and we sort of shot the shit a little bit about the show. So it was kind of And did he like recognize you, said, you? Well, <laughs> No, I mean, okay. from how would he? <laughs> he would I don't know. No... I, from yeah. the show, yeah. But I, I did. He did mention he's going to be up in Vancouver, and so we, we sort of, you know, we we struck up sort of a friendship. I said to him, "Hey, you know, I, I know, you know, Jesse Ferrar. You talk about him sometimes on your podcast. Uh, I'm friends with him. He told mm-hmm. me that you might want to be friends with me, and uh, that made things very uncomfortable. Yeah, he sort of, yeah." But you but, didn't. Uh, you did not actually drop my name. No, <laughs> would have been very easy for you to do, and would have worked very well. But you did not. You did not actually do it. I told you that I was going to corner them in the bathroom and say that I was your friend. Right. <laughs> Which I told you. It. First of all, Sean and Hayes don't go to the bathroom at the same time, and the reason for that is the same reason that both of the people who know the recipe to Coca Cola don't get on the same plane. Because what if there was an attack in the bathroom? Yeah. And then you can't do handbook anymore. Then it would just be Chef Kevin. And now we're getting a little too deep with the cuts, I think. And people hate this, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they don't like this at all. Um, But that sounds really fun. I wish I could have been there to support my friends at the show. Uh, Like I said, I was too too busy at home. I 
Uh, I was out late. I was, um, I say out. I was really just downstairs. I was, I was downstairs roughing up my old beanbag and just taking mm-hmm. it to town. Um, I'm trying to picture this. I'm trying to picture just what you're doing with your beanbag and how it's good, you know, because I'm going to sure. say this, and this is probably maybe a little TMI for some of the listeners, but I never include my beanbag when I'm, J- when I'm doing a J-O. Is that right? For what? <laughs> you know? My boys. But what are you doing with it? Is what am I point. not doing with it? <laughs> this thing, I'm telling you, it gets into the mix. Can't imagine. If you don't put your thing into the mix, then I don't know. Yeah. It's not on me. That's you. Yeah. That's a you problem. Mm-hmm. You know? You've heard yeah. of YouTube. How about you problem? Yeah. Does that make seems any like, sense? Seems like a stretch, but uh, what uh, what was the plan here for the podcast? I, th- I thought we were going to be talking a little bit because I am, as you know, you know, speaking of balls, I'm a bit of a sports head. That's cool what you just said. Yeah, thanks. That was really slick. Chris <laughs> James here, host of No Prank Radio on Twitch, which is a little bit I find a strange name for something uh, where it turns out it actually is all about. The freaking pranks. That's what's so. I can't. You know. I don't know who. I don't know who named it. What ad? Who was the I ad did. wizard who came up with this one? It was me. I named it. So uh, it's a, for anyone who doesn't know, and it's probably a lot of you. It's a Twitch stream, a call-in show, uh, where I take people. And we'll phone save this calls. stuff for the end. Of the, we'll do the plugs at the end of the show. Perfect. Sounds good. <laughs> what I was watching this week was I was watching the big, uh, the big three-hour uh, JJ. McCartney. His last name is McCartney, right? That's right, yeah. Okay, I'm just so used to calling him JJ, because I think of him as a friend as well. Watching mm-hmm. the big three-hour JJ supercut meltdown uh, that you put together, and uh, boy, what a treat that was, huh? Well, I appreciate it, and just for the folks at home, I, I also have a YouTube channel where I make prank phone calls to conservative <laughs> radio hosts. Oh, this is another plug thing, right? Yeah, kind of was. So, yeah. It feels like you're kind of now. I don't want to accuse you of anything, but it seems like you're kind of leading me into these things and then sort of admonishing me for then, uh, you know, well, talking about the thing that you've brought up. But so I guess let's get into whatever it was you wanted to talk about today, which was sports. I think. <laughs> What a terrible thing to do. I mean, you you asked me to come on and talk about sports. Don't put it on me. So what I really, uh, I hate to say this, this has come across the wire right now. Um, Mark Gasol has been shipped off to the Toronto Raptors in exchange for Jonas Valanciunas, DeLon Wright, uh, CJ Miles, and a 2024 second round pick. Um, so sort of a... I would say a paltry haul for uh, Marcus All, an all-star, um, who's who's owed a lot of money and perhaps in decline. But um, boy, I really don't like seeing him go uh, up to Canada. There, what do you think about that deal? As we talk here on NBA trade deadline Thursday. Well, I am, as you know, I am a fan of the Toronto Raptors. Uh, we don't have a team in Vancouver anymore. They're your, they're your friggin' team. You stole them. You guys. <laughs> That's correct, yeah. So uh, I do cheer for the Toronto Raptors. Excited. I think this could be their year, although the Warriors are, are coming on and looking uh, awfully unbeatable at the moment. But I think it's a huge addition. I didn't know C.J. Miles was part uh, of the deal, although I, I don't mind seeing him go 
uh, because he has not been shooting that well this year. I think it's huge for the Raptors. I think it puts them in the in the driver's seat in the Eastern Conference. I, I don't think I, I think they're a much stronger team than Milwaukee now with that addition. But the interesting thing about this is is they're a Canadian team. Is that correct? Well, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's the interesting part. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I was just going to say in Canada, the driver's side is actually the passenger side. Which explains well, why the Milwaukee Bucks are actually the favorite to win the East this year. Because okay. the so. Raptors went to go get in the driver's seat, and it was on the wrong side of the car. Because the okay. steering wheel is on the other side of the car in Canada. So as, you as are... As I recall. You recall incorrectly. It's not. You're thinking of England. In Canada, we, we drive literally the same cars that you do. They come well, from America. Well, of course, America. to you it feels that way, because that's what you're used to. You just have okay. to understand it's the it's relative, Chris. It's cultural relativism. Now you just made me think twice about it, and that's really upsetting because I have been living here my whole life for thirty sure. something years. And yeah, no, you're definitely incorrect about that. But it's hard to come to- out of your cocoon and sort of see the world for what it really is. It's called being red pilled. Um, have you? Wow. Well, have you ever been uh, to Canada? This is a real question. Have I ever been to Canada? Um, Okay, so no. The answer is no, I can tell from the way that you're actually responding to it. Because if you've been, you just say yes right away. There are some parts that I haven't been to, yeah. Mm -hmm. All of them. All of them. I think there were times where some places I have been would at one time have identified with Canada. So Hmm. I'm not willing to rule it out because, you know, I went... (laughs) I went to Colorado a few years ago, and yeah. I mean, has that always been Colorado? Certainly not. So, Well, you know, you're right. It hasn't always been Colorado, but I mean, the time that it wasn't Colorado would be well before you or, or I were ever born, and it wouldn't was never Canada. That's the mm. thing about it. So uh, have, you ever okay. thought, have you ever thought about coming to Canada? Have I ever thought about coming to Canada? Okay. Why do you keep repeating the question? Like you're an improviser or something. That's what improvisers do. Do they? Yeah, they give it's a it's a classic trick in improv that you're giving yourself time to think of something to say. Oh, that's professional. Well, and, thing went off. and you know and you know who that is. Who? I mean, you know who it is already. It's, it's Mike from work. What kind of squirmy little worm would inject himself into, you know, what we're doing? It's either Mike or Stefan. Oh, and Stefan, you know, Mike's got his own thing going on. He's at work. But Stefan is in his little teacup mode, and ha- he feels like he has to be heard, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were saying improvisers sometimes uh, repeat back what was just said in order to give them time to think about what their answer or response might be to, like, a question or a prompt? Yes, correct. Interesting. It's an old classic trick. Um, so you want to talk about sports, I think you said. And um, so we're coming up here on the deadline. NBA trade deadline Thursday. They decided to have this on a Thursday. Now, that's weird. Why do you think they did that? I think it's just the day. I think it, it happens on the same day every year is my yeah. understanding. And it just happens to fall on a Thursday this year because right. the way the calendar works. I don't know that there's any significance to that. seems like you're kind of focusing on aspects of the trade deadline that are not as important as 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 the – now, that's a hot take. I think that's kind of an interesting hot take you have there, Chris. Um, and I hope you're, hope you're willing to suffer the blowback from that because once the internet gets – once the bloggers, 
once the little blog sites, the aggregators get a hold of what what you just said. I mean, do you do you want to append anything to that to let the bloggerati know that hey, look, this is just this is not reported fact. This is just my opinion. Or are you just gonna let you gonna roll that out there like a red carpet and let them have at it? Well, I think I'm going to throw him a little bit of a curveball here on my statement to just sort of take the focus away, and I'm going to say, hey, fuck, fuck Jerry. <laughs> you know? Wow. So, <laughs> this well, aggregators. <laughs> I will say that uh, YKS was just uh, purchased by uh, Jerry Media. So we have joined, Are you serious? We've joined the fold, yeah. Um, we're a big part of the fuck Jerry family, and Yikes. it really is a family. It really is a I, family, I find. I, I apologize then. I did not know that. I did no, not, not at all. That. Fuck Jerry. I mean, hey, aggregating is an important part of the internet is what I've always said. And of course, you know, the creators are important, but, you know, not someone's got to put Not that important, though. Well, yeah. Not even that important, I find. <laughs> okay. Because, yeah, you <laughs> so, create the thing. Yeah, so what? I create a, you know, a poop in a toilet. Does that mean it should be famous? I don't think so. Well, some of the ones are so big that you do that they should be famous, probably. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, yeah, you're right. And I thought we were going to talk a little bit about your basketball, JF. That's what I was excited about. I know it's trade deadline Thursday, but hey, something else going out uh, going on on the hard court. It's and true, that's, yeah. That's my friend Jesse has started playing basketball. Have you mentioned it on the podcast yet? Well, I don't know that I've said that I have that I actually went through with it, but I spoke with uh, our mutual friend Carl Tart uh, on well, a previous episode. Oh, you're not a fan. I am a huge fan, but it's just I'm not friends with him. He doesn't know me at all. So I think you're kind you, of It seems really that. important to you to draw the distinction between being a fan and a friend. And for me, well, I just I don't get that at all. I think you're you know that I don't know him. And so you're saying that sort of thing almost to almost in a way to antagonize me, it feels like. Huh. You know. So uh love that guy. He loves me right back. Um and uh, it's we're pretty tight. And I was telling him, you know, on our show, I was like, man, I don't know if I have the courage, to, you know, the 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 self assurance I need to go out there and join a basketball league. And and I know I don't have it to do a pickup league because what I will do, I knew this about myself. If if I were to go and seek out a like a, a pickup game, I should say. Or just just go to where there's a court and just be like, hey, I got next. You know, I could never fuck. I never could do that in a million years. I just don't have the confidence to do that because, well, for one thing, because when there's not like that reason for you to be there, which is having paid money and like shown up on a schedule, um, I feel like you're so, it's so much you're so much more scrutinized. Because then everyone will be like, well, I'm just here for fucking fun. Like, I don't want to play with this guy. This guy sucks, you know? And also, I don't know the rules of the... I don't know the unspoken rules of the blacktop as well. Mm-hmm. I would rather yeah. hop into a thing where I'm like, okay, I feel pretty comfortable. I know what's going on here. Um, but uh, I know what I would do is if I went to go seek out a pickup game, I would I would drive. I would get myself all hyped up. I would listen to uh, some like really loud rap in the car to like try to get myself hyped, you know. Um, and then I would have my water bottle, and I would hop out, and I would walk up, and I'd be like, "Oh, cool!" And just and then I would pop on the bench for a second, just kind of get my bearings, you know, just on the side, just kind of see what's going on. Uh, and then uh, then I would like sort of take note on all the relationships, on the the interpersonal relationships between people on the court, and start speculating how long they've been playing together. 
Uh, whether they all came together, I would start like counting the cars. Like, well, it looks like they kind of carpooled, so they must all know together. They they must like ride together. They must be cool and stuff. And then I would do like a big stretch, uh, like the stretch where you're at the movie theater where you're going to put your arm around a lady. Mm-hmm. Except for instead of a lady, I would just I would reach over and I would just grab my keys and then I would just leave. Probably is what I would do. Okay. And that would make it really hard to get on the court and thrive. I think. I've played a couple of. I, I used to go play pickup basketball uh, at the old YMCA in Vancouver, and play some pretty, uh, yeah, some pretty good games. I think you find when you get when you get there, it's it's quite a bit more relaxed than what you're imagining. Uh, I don't think all, you know all the people have been playing for a long time. I think that's the whole. That's the idea of a pickup game. You know, people are randomly showing up, and it's understood that you know everyone doesn't know the unspoken rules. So maybe there isn't even any unspoken rule. I think I think you're in a little bit too much inside your head on that. That doesn't seem right. Um, but this is you know this alleviates some of those concerns. Is 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 doing a league? Uh, so I did I did the league. I you know they have all these different levels. They have A, B, C, D, E. Mm-hmm. Then they have open. Then they have co-ed. Um, and I'm going to lay this on the line here. I'm going to be real with you guys, and I'm going to be honest with you. I decided to do the co-ed league because A, B, C, D, E, that was like I could not, I couldn't penetrate that mentally. I couldn't figure out what, I mean, obviously it's like, well, E is the lowest level, A is the highest level. But without having seen any of the games, I couldn't make sense of what, of what that would be like. Like and, which one you would fall into. I mean, sure, that's part of it, but like, what, what even, what the distinctions would be? Do you want me to help you out? Yeah, sure. Yeah, shoot. It would be E. Okay. <laughs> Having not seen you play, yeah. it would be E. It would be E. Okay. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, now I now I know that I would be E, but I decided to go with the co-ed <laughs> league because I thought, and maybe not truthfully. Uh, that the fact the the presence of women in the league and on the court would just by nature of like my understand my relationships with women indicated mm-hmm. to me that this would not be like an insane testosterone filled like freak out where people are slapping the balls and like 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 fucking doing slam dunk jams on each other and stuff because. I think women are more chill, I think, in general than guys. So, you know, when I played softball in a church league, now it's a church league, it's different. But I would play softball and like it really tempered down how insane the guys would get that there were women there also. Whether it's like I want to look like a normal human in front of women or whether it's just like, well, maybe let's not go insane because we don't want to get a lady hurt, which is, I don't think, necessarily the right attitude. But I think the effect is still the same, right? Like, everyone just, it's like a more integrated environment, I think, is more fun and less, like, hardcore competitive. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I yeah, I, I agree. I think it, it tends to be the case uh, in sports I've played. I've played soccer, uh, co-ed, and, and otherwise. And, yeah, I think that you're correct for the most part. And, and have, have you found that to be true? Okay, so um, I got to go get my power cord for a second. Um, so uh, you just go ahead and vamp for a while. I'll be right back. What? This is your show. Just go ahead and vamp. I'll be. I got to get my power cord for my laptop. So it's all you, Chris. This is a ridiculous thing to do. 
just an absolutely insane thing to do on a podcast where people are paying money to you on a Patreon. And I apologize on his behalf. But uh, anyways, I uh, do want to talk to you about uh, this uh, kind of cool opportunity. It's um, it's a multi-level marketing uh, opportunity uh, that uh, I was lucky enough to happen upon. And uh, I want to share some of that information with you. Basically, uh, you know, it's, you know, it is selling, it's, a, it's selling, it's selling a dream is what it is more than anything. Um, you know, and of course, you know, there's all these buzzwords, there's all these, you know, pyramid scheme. Well, the last time I checked, the pyramids were a beautiful, uh, uh oh, and he's back. So how'd you do? Oh, and now he's, did you do well on the? Chris again. Solo. So, oh, are you there, Jesse? Yeah. Did you? How'd you do? Uh, pretty good. I was just talking to him about this multi-level marketing thing. So, hey, that sounds cool to me, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, so let's I see. Already, I already emailed you about it. So, oh, great. Let's see where where did we leave off? I think we left off at you saying that women weren't as good as at sports. Is that right? Oh, <laughs> come on, <laughs> man. I believe you were talking about how it's good to infantilize women in, <laughs> in sporting. Uh, well, yeah. so have I found that it is the case that it is less uh, intense, a competition? Mm -hmm. um, uh, somewhat, I think so, yeah. Um, but I will say, like, the range of skill is so extreme that I'm I'm very surprised by it. Yeah. Um. Uh, one th interesting thing about the co-ed league from uh, from just an on-the-court perspective is that the, the ladies' are, points are worth more. So having a sharpshooting woman on the team is like an extreme advantage because they can drop in four with a three ball. Gotcha. Which is awesome. Um, so, so that works out uh, really well from a competitive point of view. Um, they don't seem really strict with, like, don't guard women if you're a man. That doesn't seem to be an issue at all. Um, I will say our team is a little shorthanded, so we've only had two ladies on the team at any time, and you have to have two ladies on the court. So they don't get a rest. That's which tough. Is That's real it's, tough. It's very hard, yeah. Um, but I don't know. You know, I, the there's still some chatter. There's still some talking. You know, I think that's just the way the the sport goes. I think with the with the co-ed, uh, I think that, like you said, the range and skill, that makes sense because probably some of the are really good and would play in a higher division of men's, but they just chose to play co-ed for maybe a similar reason to you or for whatever reason. Who knows? Yeah. They, maybe they're playing with their wife or girlfriend and they both want to play. Or it's so. a day of the week or a location because yeah. it's spread out all over. There's, you know, who knows what the reason would be, but... So you just getting you just getting your ass fucking swatted all over the place or what? Well, <laughs> so the, the first I week I would love to see some video of you playing in this league because your your contention would be that I'm extremely unathletic and look it on the floor. No, I don't know what my contention. I just think I would laugh extremely hard watching it, even if you were good. That would probably whether make it was, me laugh whether harder. Whether I was good or bad, either way, it's funny. <laughs> 
it would be funny to see you dropping threes like right. like like crazy dimes just like dishing like no looks like that yeah. would be funny and it would also be funny to see some huge guy just swat the ball back into your face and give you a bloody nose <laughs> that would be pretty funny as well although i think they did, did that in meet the fockers so maybe we wouldn't go that way well, the, with it just because it's already happened so. it's not a movie this is i'm talking about if it happened in life well, anyway yeah so uh the first game um we you know sort of had the first game jitters a little bit i would say <laughs> because the league is such that there are i think there are three or four teams that have played together before and are like work teams mm-hmm. which is another reason the co-ed league exists i think because it's like a work activity gotcha um, and then, and then there are two or three teams like ours, which is a free agent team. So somebody just said, oh, I want to have a team. I don't have enough people. Just throw anybody who signs up and doesn't have a team onto my team. So that's how this one went. Uh, the first game we had six players and the other team, I think had 12 players, um, which for people who are not extremely well conditioned is uh, a real trial. And I'll admit that maybe I'm on sort of the lower end of the conditioning scale you know, as someone who's been on a computer, I think consecutively for twenty years, you're not so, in game. You're not in game shape. No, I'm kind of doing the Shaquille O'Neal playing my way into shape. I see. Kind of thing. Um, would you Would you compare yourself to maybe a Bryant Big Country Reeves when he used to return from Gans, Oklahoma, uh, back in the day after working at his uh, family's burger joint, and he would uh, had put on although he was fat, and you're and you're not. You've actually lost weight, so you're not a fat guy. I think but, I've lost weight, but I'm still a fat guy. Um, on the court, I, you're saying when you get out there, you're... <laughs> my game is very fat. I, I have a very fat game, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but the first game was, was, it was a real blowout. So we had six people. That means only one person could rest at a time. Um, and, uh, and they had two guys that, you know, I'm, I'm pretty bad at estimating heights, right? Mm-hmm. I think I'm very solid. I'm a solid 5'11". I think you. I'm gonna say you are six one. I'm six foot two. You're six two. Yeah, and you know, and you, and it's you know that we've discussed it before. But anyways, I was Phil. I felt like I was being generous at six one. But okay, you say six two. I also don't think you're five eleven. <laughs> you don't think I'm five eleven? No. And we've met in real life, and I'm pretty sure you're not. So you're good at estimating heights, and I'm yeah. Not. I think sometimes, you're five. I think you're about five nine or five ten. That's sometimes favorite. I get confused, but I'm pretty sure I'm six foot solid. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, and they had two guys on their team that I know were above six four, mm-hmm. and and the really tall guy might have been like six six. Um, so he was very tall, and his wingspan was like uh, taller than I am. Could so he dunk? Diff- I, he didn't, but he okay. didn't have to show that he. I mean, he. For all I know, he can only get one inch off the ground just because he's he's built like Yao Ming, like relative to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I looked like Steve Francis, and he looked like Yao Ming was sort of the. And Steve we were on Francis, opposite teams. Steve also. Francis was horrifically ugly. So I don't want to say that I looked like Steve Francis then, just a smaller guy, and not, also not on the same team as the on the opposite team as the Yao Ming, yeah, and fat. So whatever hate, that guy is, I do hate Steve Francis. In case you guys are listening at home, you're saying, "Well, this that's awful mean thing to say to Steve Francis." Well, do your research on basketball. You'll find out that Steve Francis was drafted by the Vancouver Grizzlies and refused to play for them, and demanded a trade. So always, but been that's a, very common in sport. 
always been a very hated figure in Vancouver basketball. But Vancouver also was, you know, a disaster, really, for... The Vancouver Grizzlies were basically the your team of the NBA. <laughs> so yeah. moving on, uh, that so they they had the advantage in terms of people on the court. They had the the cohesion advantage. They had played together before. I think they were also a work or, or a church or some kind of organization that they knew each other uh, very well. So that one was some that was something like seventy five to twenty six. I think was the final on that one. You guys put up twenty. You guys put up twenty. How long are the games? The games are forty minutes long. It's <laughs> a full game. You guys scored basically. That's yeah. in because twenty six points. And you're also telling me that uh, when the women score, they get more points. So how many of your points were? How many buckets do you think you guys dropped in that game? <laughs> ten. Ten. Maybe ten. Yeah. Oh God. Oh my god. That's tough. That's a tough way. Hey, all all joking aside, and I don't mean to sort of laugh maniacally uh at uh this thing cuz I think that's great that you're out there doing it. Yeah, but... It didn't come off maniacal, I don't think. Okay. And what so w- what's the team talk like after that game? What's a the coach? Like, what's the a coach like... saying? <laughs> you know, a lot of those. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we had to kind of reckon with our mortality a little bit on that one. Um, yeah. But that's okay. You know, I think we expected that it was going to be rough. Not never, never having met – I mean, it was literally we met each other and then walked on the court to play a game. So I think, you know, that was, that was pretty tough. But I, I, I dropped in about seven points in that game. Um, I did get a three. I was happy with that. It's weird uh, to say about seven because it's just – right. it's such a low number. It feels like – you would remember all your <laughs> your buckets. Well, it was pretty hazy out there. <laughs> so you hit a three, though. You must have. Or you I hit, hit a three, yeah. Wow. The other thing was is I, I went specifically to the eye doctor to get contact, contact lenses to go play in the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Sorry. Because because I don't want my glasses to fall off of my head. You should go with the goggles, by the way. That's the way to go is with the goggles in basketball. Yeah, we, okay. Well, I went to go get contact lenses, mm-hmm. and I think I got—I accidentally got the wrong type of contact lenses because instead of improving my vision back up to 2020 or a 2020 approximate, what they actually did was suck all of the water out of my body through my pupils. <laughs> okay, which I don't think is how they're designed to work. Yeah, like a vacuum pulling out my life force through my head. Mm-hmm. Um, so the ride home was pretty tough and felt like I wanted, I felt like I wanted to throw up and die. Um, so that so was you, difficult to deal with. So you were looking for 2020 vision. Instead, you got a 20 to 75 score line. <laughs> okay. And you, so you were laughing because you had worked up that particular joke at my expense. <laughs> this is honestly one of the funniest things for me to hear about. And if you could... It would. I think people would really appreciate it. All the YKS heads out there, if you could get somebody to just take a little bit of video of you playing and and post it up, I think that so would be. You don't think that at this point in my life, I've shared enough of my real life and uh, embarrassed myself enough, removed the veil of privacy enough <laughs> yeah. in my life that I should have. I should have to be filmed in my intimate moments and put. <laughs> Have that put online for people to cackle okay. at? You think that's okay. what should happen? You're right. You don't have to put it online, but can I see it? <laughs> Please. Do okay, I, so. I don't. So I don't deserve to have any dignity at all, in your opinion? No. I, I as I've said, I think, uh, as I said to you in private, 
you know, I, I'm obviously laughing a lot. I mean, I'm crying because I'm laughing so hard at the <laughs> idea of you playing basketball. But it it makes sense that it's going to take you a little bit of time. You know, having yeah. not played for a long time, probably going to take you a couple of months before you get in the swing of it. And, uh, you know, I've seen the video of you in your front, um, in the driveway there, you right. know, hooping around. Yeah. I, you know, you're joking in the video, but I can tell that you, you can play basketball. I know how to do it, roughly. Yeah. What I was surprised by is how much my skills have atrophied over the years. Um, now, just in case anybody else doesn't know what that word means, I obviously right. do, but some people probably don't. So Atrophy is, uh, uh, if, if something is dormant for long enough, you lose the use of it. I see. So Co- I can oh, no of longer, course. Yeah, of course. I, yeah. I can no longer access the part of my brain or the the tw- the twitch muscle memory. Uh, that, and I know you heard twitch and you got excited, but this is something totally different. Not yeah. it's not your show on Twitch, which we'll talk about it towards the end if we have time. Um, but uh, I feel like I have I have lost that. Like I don't know how to do it anymore. And a couple times during this past game, which I will say was significantly worse on a personal level uh, than game one, uh, I genuinely uh, stood, like I stopped where I stood and held my mouth open agog at what what had just transpired because I felt like I felt like my my body had passed into a dimension that I I could no longer follow mentally. You know, I felt like I have somehow I separated the mind body duality that I, I thought was so strong and whatever I attempted to do with my brain, uh, my body would not allow it to happen. So it was just sort of like a, like I astrally projected into a fat uncoordinated guy's body sometime Mm -hmm. over the last couple of years. So what point in the game did that happen? I would say at all points of the game, that's what was happening. So, okay, so your first game, you guys lose uh, 165 yeah. to 11, and then what, what happens in the in the second game? You're, you're out there. Do you, do you, is there a team talk afterwards at all? Do you guys say, hey, we're going to try to uh, adjust this, our game plan a little bit. We're going to go for more pick and rolls up top. Uh, no, after the first game, the, the general discourse around it was, hey, uh, are you guys going to give up or are we going to continue <laughs> to play the game? I see. Okay. We all generally agreed that we would continue, which was good. That's good, uh, yeah. Now, this past game was a little bit different because the weather was quite poor in the Nashville area. So there was a, there was a flash flooding. Um, there, was, there were lightning storms. There was even tell of tornadoes. <clears throat> So we weren't sure what was what was going to await us when we got there. So I got there um and then I will say that the the so the the captain of our team uh is a wife in a husband wife relationship where they are both on the team. So we sort of got dual captains, husband and wife. They presumably live in the same house. Uh and the, so I got the text on the way there that they were not going to be able to make it to the game. So now, in your head, you do a little bit of quick math. Mm-hmm. Six people, you got to have a minimum of five to play the game of basketball. And then if six people, you have six people, two aren't coming, that kind of brings you down below that five-person threshold. Yeah, that's tough. That's so tough. that would be, even, I've, I mean, you thought playing with six people was hard. Try playing with four people. That's even harder to do. Definitely. So what happened? I'm, I'm on the edge of my damn seat right now trying to figure out what happened because I know you played the game. 
Right. What? Yeah, we're kind of spinning a yarn here a little bit. Huh? Uh, so what happened was, um, miraculously, another lady joined. Because not only would the four-person thing have been a problem, having only one lady is like a disqualification on top of a disqualification. Yes. So uh, she was saying that she had tried to join a team that her friend was on, and then the ladies on that team said, uh, no, we already have enough ladies. you got to get out of here. And she said, oh, okay, I'll just I'll leave, I guess. So she was booted off the team unceremoniously for being uh, a lady. So Wait, what? It was another team she tried to so – so this is what she told me. She had a friend. Oh, I, okay. Sorry. I was confused there for a second. I, I was thinking of some, a joke about a double DQ, and I was thinking about you going to Dairy Queen twice on a weekend. And so mm. I kind of missed that a little bit. But it's, I thought you were saying that she showed up and you guys booted off the team. Okay. So she got booted off another team, joined your team, saved we the day. We welcomed her with open arms. Absolutely. Saved the day. Saved the day. She saved the day. Yeah, absolutely. And she then, gave and you then, an opportunity to get absolutely destroyed <laughs> by a much better basketball team. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That is true. Uh, final score, 90-something to 50, I think. Um, Whoa, okay, though. You guys put up 50. That's actually a yeah. better – so it's a, you guys had a better showing that time. Yeah, she's she's quite the sharpshooter. Uh, we had another guy who actually just stuck around from another team and just liked playing and was like, hey, can I play with you guys? Knowing that the weather was such that teams were likely to be short in the late game. Hmm. So he just stuck around, and he was great. So he facilitated the offense to to a great degree. And, and I see. And, so what you're saying is the reason you were able to stay in that game was due we to... we had two good players added to the team. <laughs> that are not going to be there in the future. <laughs> I think they will be, but yeah. Oh, okay. So that's good. That's good. Okay. So what's can can I? Um, I I want to do something here. Like I I would like to do like a courtside interview with you a- after the game. It just happened yesterday, right? Yeah, it's all very fresh. Okay. So so I'm gonna be the courtside reporter. I've just grabbed you. You know, uh, well, I'm not gonna touch you because probably you're sweaty after the game, right? But I'll come up and say, uh, Jesse, right. Jesse, uh, can I grab a word with you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's. Okay. Let's. So, just kind of like a fun little improv scene. Uh, fun little improv scene. Uh, okay. Yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Sure. Let's go for it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Jesse. Um, final. Sc- oh. <laughs> I'm breathing hard because I've <laughs> yeah. done a lot of work. <laughs> of course. Of course. Uh, Jesse. Uh, you guys. A bit of a tough showing, guys. Zero two now. Um, what, yeah. what do you, th- what do you think went well in the game? What do you think didn't go well for you? Well, Hey, uh, thanks uh, for watching the game. I think that's something now I know that's not something <laughs> players normally do is thank the reporters <laughs> for watching the game, but I think it's messed up that they don't because yeah. the, think about it. The reporter has been there the whole game, mm-hmm. you know, you know, so I just think it's important to, to give your respect to them. So thanks for watching the game. Number one. And what did you say your name was? Uh, what did I say? My name was? Yeah, what is your name in this in this scene? Uh, Barn Barn Johnston. Yeah, well, thanks a lot, Barn, for sticking around and watching the game. Yeah, it was a tough one out there, but you know, um, I'm just happy to be alive. And did sorry, did you have some sort of a, a scare, a medical scare, or something like that? Mm-hmm. that I, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I just think a, a lot of times we just don't get excited enough about life. 
I don't have your score. I don't it was have kind your... of amazing, you oh, know, how okay. we even got here in the first place. What do you think it was? Yeah. A greater power was it? Uh, natural forces, you know, that conspired to put us on this rock, floating around in the, you know, the darkness of space. And here, and here we are from from one cell, all the way up to the great ape. You know, and then were you, uh, and, here, and we have cell phones now. It's amazing. So. Were you crying in the third quarter? I think a lot of times what happens is uh, the reflection of the lights will catch my eye, and so I have very uh, preternaturally glassy eyes. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what you're sort of noticing is uh, just it sometimes appears that it's sort of like a rainbow effect if you look at it closely. Now I know normally I wouldn't. Uh, I don't have your stat line in front of me. What'd you uh-huh. go for tonight? Tonight? Yeah. And what stats in particular? Are I'm looking, looking for, for points, rebounds, assists, steals, just the big ones. I think I probably put up about uh, a 25, 10, 12, but I think those stats would be in t- 25 smiles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I think 10, uh, you know, t- uh, teammate cheers, just yeah. cheering on my teammates. And 12, I think, would be probably turnovers. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I did notice you were sort of trying to smile through the tears a lot, doing that thing where you're just tears are running down your face, but you just you know got your got that's your the, smile. That's on. the competitive spirit that I bring to the team and the organization. Um, never let them see you cry, even if you are crying mm-hmm. uh, a lot and perhaps too much crying. Um, do not let them see that because. They will use that against you. The button, um, but do con- do continue to cry though. The button-down shirt and khakis was that? Did you forget your uh, jersey? <laughs> uh, well, so what they have us do is we just have to dress in certain colors, and uh, the only thing that I had in this color tonight was uh, this pleated Izod, ninety-eight percent polyester uh, button-down, which you know, in the right situation, is actually a pretty fetching look. But yeah. I think for today it was the wrong choice. Mobility, it seemed to, yeah, you're having a tough time raising your arms. Just when you thought my mobility could not get any more hindered, yeah, along comes this size medium shirt, so you know it was from a long time ago <laughs> as well. So that was a problem for us out there, yeah, as a group. Yeah. And, uh, okay, well, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for talking to me. Um, Barn, you said it was? Barn, Yeah. Barn, thanks for watching the game so much, and why don't you give me your phone number, and I'll call you later. Okay, that's not how this works, but I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right. Hey, that was scene. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah, one thing I would note is that when I do ask you for your phone number, go ahead and give it to me. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to give my phone number. For the realism of the scene, you have to give a phone number. Okay. And you can go ahead and do that now if you need to. Uh... Yeah, what's I'm trying to remember the piss line. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Couldn't remember. So, uh, a couple other notes, if I could, on the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many? Uh, how many points did you actually score? How many rebounds? I scored on... zero points. <laughs> you guys, you guys had fifty. <laughs> What were you doing? Well, a lot of those are four pointers. So, <laughs> what were you doing on the court? 
I was running around a lot, I think. <laughs> Did you have any rebounds or assists? Yeah, I had a couple of boards. I don't think I had any dimes. That's a that's a rough scoreline. And see, that's the type of scoreline you expect to see from someone who's getting really minimal minutes. But of course, as we know, you guys don't have anybody that you're probably on the court for a lot of the game. Yeah. Almost almost uh impressive in the fact that it's it's actually quite difficult to do to to you know be on the court for the majority of the game and not just wasn't that hard for me but but you just figure that at some point in a league like that you would just be under the rim you'd get a you know a kind bounce grab a rebound and you'd be there for an easy layup so uh other things i wanted to talk about during the game was uh, uh there was a little bit of a heated moment uh where i uh, tried to get in front of the uh the guy driving to the bucket um I would say this guy was probably built like uh, Bill Goldberg, so that was kind of a problem. I have so just the way my well, hang on, I just have something for that. Uh huh. So he's built like Bill Goldberg, and you're built like Gilberg. (laughs) Extremely deep cut reference for wrestling people that I think is really going to pop off. Uh, yeah, that's true. So try to just throw my body in front of that guy. You know, just the way that I, just my game, I sort of have a hard time with, um, like very tall, hulking mounds of muscle with tribal tattoos. I generally have a hard time with that type of player, Mm -hmm. um, where the guy can very clearly dunk, um, from a standing start. Um and his thighs are as big as my head. I have a problem with those guys some of the time. Did he They're dunk? Not... Yeah, and so uh, not on me at this time. There was a dunk later in the game that I was not involved in because I was um in the backcourt uh, dying of oxygen um, yeah. deficiencies. Uh-huh. Um, but the so I tried to get in front of him to prevent the dunk, which I d- did very well. I think. Uh, but what I found was is that he was running so fast and so hard that uh, when he hit my right side, uh, as I attempted to take a charge, but of course my feet were moving, um, uh, he hit my right side, the right side of my body so hard that my left (laughs) side came around just almost like a, uh, I can't handle this. (laughs) It's so funny to me to picture. Right. <laughs> so okay. he's, but he, you know, but he spun, he spun me around so quickly that I lost control of my limbs, and my left hand went up and smacked him on the back of the neck. Oh no! Oh no! But it was really like it was like spinning the wheel on The Price Is Right. Oh, did he react in a way? Did he think he did it on purpose, or was it clear? He was that... like, "You slapped me in the neck." Oh, he said he said he said that. He said, "Well, there was that. no doubt about what happened. <laughs> it was clear what happened." Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, and so what did you say? How did you respond? So, well, I said, "Well, so I'm so first of all, I breathed out it just in just." trying anything to just get uh, the air in my lungs um, and said, you're so big, you know, just, you, <laughs> you spun me around really quickly. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Which was true. I didn't even know that it happened until I heard the telltale smack sound on the back of his neck. Um, so it was an and one. This was an and one situation. Did he sink the bucket? He did not make the bucket. So he, he went for two. He, 
He went to the charity stripe. <laughs> yeah. For two. Send him to the line. Good foul. Mm-hmm. Good foul. Uh, so that was unfortunate. Might have been um, called a flagrant one in the uh, if it was the NBA. We don't say the flagrant one. We don't say flagrant one on this program. I apologize. I forgot so, you guys about the rivalry. Uh. So that wasn't too uh, great. Uh, sought him out afterwards to just let him know, hey, uh, sorry, I'm very unathletic, did not intentionally uh, hit you, but I actually got him confused with uh, the other uh, inked up He-Man on the on the team. And I was like, did I hit you or the other guy? And he was like, oh, it was the other guy, but it's fine. He cries a lot. And I went to go, went to go say sorry, but he didn't. He wasn't. He wouldn't look at me. So I think he was uh, cross with me a little bit for the next slap. Um, which actually to me means I kind of got in his head and I may break out the next slap in the next game. Because <laughs> it seems like a successful maneuver. And you lost by 40 points and didn't score a bucket. <laughs> but it's about the little battles, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, that's so, that's hey, that sounds cool. I'm, You know, obviously it's kind of hard for me to come back now and say, you know, good on you for <laughs> for playing because just because of how, how much I've been laughing. Um but I think that is really good because, you know, it's good to get out there, have some physical activity. A little bit of competitiveness in your life is, is good. Um, so, yeah, good on you for getting out and doing it. Yeah, and I will say one of the other things that I felt really bad about um, last night is the – so there's a the, – the lady on our team that I, I hadn't met before, a young woman, um, and uh, and I was I wanted to congratulate her on her excellent shooting – Right. Mm -hmm. So we're walking, we're walking back to the bench and I just go like, just throwing my arm out like, Hey, you know, like you did a good job. And I've brushed her back with my hand. Oh God. Just like, like you would, like you would tap someone on the shoulder. Like, can you hold the elevator door for me or something? And I didn't even mean to make contact. Just wanted to just, you know, and it just happened as you know, you're a really good shooter. You're, You're great out there. You know? Yeah. And it didn't occur to me until I was getting in the car to leave. I was like, oh, what if this is like the worst? What if this is like a bad thing that I've done inadvertently mm-hmm. touching a, a woman mm-hmm. on her back? What if she's going home and like like writing about me to her friends saying this fucking fat guy touched yeah. my back? You know what I mean? And yeah. and after the game, she she gave her number to me so that we can organize this group text so we can maybe like practice or something like that. Mm-hmm. Nice, got a number. And I was like, well, I can't, I'm not, what, the only thing worse than accidentally touching her would be to text her and say, sorry for touching you. That's yeah. a fucking nightmare. I can't do that either. I think probably, did she? So I think did I'm she, just not going to show up anymore. Well, no, don't do that. Did she give you, did she give you the number after the contact was made? Yeah. So it, it feels like, and you never know, of course, because someone could feel uncomfortable and they don't feel comfortable saying anything about it. But I would think probably you're making too much of it. I think, you know, you're you're a decent human being and a guy, and I think that comes across. And I don't think you come across as being a creepy guy. So I think that uh, most likely it's fine. I just slapped her on the neck so hard, and I just feel <laughs> really bad about it. I think you're mixing up what you did now. Something happened. I don't remember what it was. But so when's your next game? No, but game? I did feel bad about it. When's your that? next I, game? When's your next game, uh, Jeff? It's this. It's this. It's this week. We go. We're back on the boards again uh, this week. Seven fifteen, I think, is the game time. Um, so it's a little bit earlier, which is good. Maybe I'll have a little more energy. The last two have been at nine fifteen in the evening. Mm. 
um, which is pretty tough for me. That's pretty late for me. You know, I don't know about you, but it's not late for me. No. Okay. Um, well, did you, since you, you had such a good time at my expense, did you have any, um, success stories that you wanted to share from your time in, in, in recreational leagues? Well, I may not have time to plug your shows, but I just, if you want to get something in about your sports prowess. Well, um, I did play with Stefan, played soccer with him recently last year on a co-ed team. Is that how he got the chip in his, uh, in the top rim of his, because he's the cup? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not not really sure how to answer that, Um, but uh, (laughs) yeah, I played with him, and we played against the mayor of Vancouver. Uh, I have told this story before on the stream, but... uh, I will mention that I, I'm not a big fan of the policies of our mayor in Vancouver. I think he's in the pocket of uh, of the real estate uh, lobby, and it's really made it an unaffordable city and made it a worse city in a lot of ways. So I let him know that uh, during the game uh, as we were playing. I would sort of get in his ear when you know, we're going up on a corner, and I would sort of go over and say, like, hey, man, you wrecked the city and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. uh, he actually went over to the organizer – uh, of the league, who not the organizer, but the person from the league that's sort of there, um, and yeah, demanded that I stop, uh, or else uh, he wasn't uh, he wasn't going to play anymore. And he's the mayor, so they told me to stop. And uh, and then mm-hmm. he took a damn hack at one of our players at the end of the game, Mayor Gregor Robertson. Look him up, folks, and send Call him, a, him out. Send him a message on social media. Say, hey, you know, when a game's two nil, and and it's right at the end of the game, you know, no chance you're winning it, Gregor. You know, to 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 take a hack at somebody uh, who who's who's beat you, uh, you know, fair and square, uh, is this really bush league stuff? Um, but yeah, poor that, sportsmanship on his part. But I I but I also do want to mention that I would often score goals and contribute and uh, am a, am a go- I was a good player. Never embarrassed myself um, in in sort of the way that you did. Mm-hmm. It's not all about you know good you know yeah or anything like that. Yeah, I'll just say you know I never uh, I was never rude to a local politician on the court. Yeah. So just something I kind of pride myself in is, uh, you know what? What happens off the court is off the court. When we're on the court, we're competitors. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you you know, you go to your job, whatever that is, be it, you know, I, I scrub the toilets for the toilet factory or, you know, I'm the mayor of whatever place you live in mm-hmm. and it's, you know, I'm doing a bad job. It doesn't matter because when we're on the court. We're we're on the court. We're warriors, basically. Yeah. But if you're scrubbing the toilets at the toilet factory, it doesn't affect uh, you know marginalized people in in the in the city and have sort of a lasting effect on everybody's lives. So I think that might be a little bit of a he difference. could do. What if he did this? What if he did a buck a house? What? It, wait, what? <laughs> oh, this is a reference to Rob for Doug Ford in Ontario. Yeah, what if? Because you said the housing is so expensive up there. Yeah, and and for anyone who doesn't know, and you probably don't, because you mostly live in America, but yeah, one of the people the in Ontario, the largest province in Canada, he got elected basically because he said he was going to make beer one dollar, buck a beer they called it, buck a beer, and then his brother was the guy uh, Rob Ford who smoked crack while he was the mayor of Toronto. And so maybe you could do that over there. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not sure you have a real good grasp on the real estate market. Well, it's more than one dollar, ain't it? Yeah, 
it is. Yeah. It is, correct? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Is. So maybe I do have a grasp on it. Yeah. May have got a grasp on my beanbag no. as well right now. <laughs> I can't see your hands. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> Uh, well, Chris, this is so nice. Thanks for coming in and talking sports. You know, Mike doesn't care one whit about sports. He doesn't care one. What's another thing you can't care? One, uh, iota. Iota. Yeah. With the smallest unit of care is the iota. And he doesn't even give one of them, you know, much less two, three, so forth, uh, about sports. So I love getting down in the nitty gritty with a fellow, uh, ball fiend, like you. Hmm. So thanks well. for coming on and doing this. This was a big day. This is the NBA trade deadline Thursday, I think you were saying. Did anything else come through the wire just before we went? Should we take a look? Any other big, big uh, deals? You know, because of course oh, yeah. the Anthony Davis saga was going on with uh, LeBron James. Uh, this actually did just come through the wire. Uh, McNulty. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Jesus. That's how you're going to end? <laughs> so the the Grizzlies keep Mike Conley. Uh, the 76ers have traded Markel Fultz to the Magic uh, in exchange for Jonathan Simmons, a uh, first-round pick, and a second-round pick. So seems like a cool, maybe, you know, maybe Fultz will get off the schneid in uh, Orlando. That was kind of a that was kind of the last deal to come through, I think. Um yeah, unfortunately, Gasol did get sent off. The Milwaukee Bucks have acquired Nikola Mirotic in a three-player yeah. deal. Looks like the biggest deal is the is the Gasol deal, the biggest one that went through. Right. Yeah. Well, it's a huge bummer. Um, I hate it. You know, I don't. I don't like it at all. I'm gonna miss Gasol. I saw uh, Zebo as well got moved today. Not to not to anywhere I care about, but to Dallas, I think. Um, I would love for him to get bought out and then, and then come back to the Grizz and do a little, do a little pick and pops with, uh, with Conley again. Wouldn't that be fun to see? No, Randolph? I, I don't care about that at all. I've, uh, I don't, I don't think that the Memphis Grizz, Grizzlies are, uh, a team that, or an organization that, uh, matters at all in the current NBA landscape. I think it'll be many, many years before they compete in any way. Uh, and did you want to go ahead and plug uh, the stuff that you uh, do online, Chris? Well, uh, you can check out my YouTube channel, my Patreon, Not Even a Show, youtube.com slash not even a show, Patreon, not even a show. Uh, that's the pranking that I do to conservative radio hosts. Uh, I edit the footage. And then my Twitch is twitch.tv slash no prank radio, where I do calls. And people are not meant to prank me. That's why the name. Uh, but sometimes. That doesn't make sense. But but they do they do prank me anyways. So that's what I don't get about it. I find that very confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Chris. Well, it's good to talk to you, man. Um, it's the middle of the day. I gotta go to work. You know. So that's what a guy would say, <laughs> right? <laughs> Fucking. Weird. Meanwhile, you and me, we get to go play with our beanbags as much as we want. These fucks yeah. are at work answering emails and stuff. You know? Yeah. Exactly. All right. See ya. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>